thank you. Thank you for how you have started with us. Thank you because this meeting will create indelible marks in people's lives. This meeting will create indelible marks in our lives. This meeting will be an indelible reference point. Somebody will say, today the Lord encountered me and my life was changed. Come to us, O God. Come to us. Come to us. Wound us and heal us. Smite us with your word. And bring an end to every secrecy in our lives. Sweet Spirit of God, we commission this meeting into your hands. We ask that you take control. Saturate this auditorium with your presence. Let the healing power of God be released. As your word proceeds forth, O God, let as many that are sick in this auditorium be healed. Let your healing power be released from your virtues. Even this moment, Lord, as your word proceeds forth, anyone bound anyone under the influence of Satan. As your word proceeds forth this moment, let those bondages be broken. Let every influence of Satan be cut off. In the name of Jesus. Let your presence fill this place. Let no one escape. Come with your circumcision knife. And circumcise us. Again and again. Father. Have your way. Thou my everlasting portion. More than life. Offerings to me. All along. My pilgrim journey. Savior, let me walk with thee, close to thee, close to thee, oh, close to thee, close to thee, close to thee, oh, all along my pilgrim Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to start by um, thanking the chaplaincy. Our daddy, for this privilege to stand before us. And I trust that the Lord will visit each and every of us. That this meeting will really be an encounter. And I want you to open your hearts.
God has started visiting us already. And if he has not touched you before now, as the meeting is ongoing, I want you to open your heart. Because the Lord is here. We, will leave it, we are going to leave this meeting with fire, several of us. We are going to leave this meeting with our personal altars kindled with the fire of God. Several of us will live here hungry. A hunger that food cannot satisfy. Several of us will live here with body. Body that nothing can quench. Not even the lust of this world. Several of us, the Spirit of God was talking about quenching. You gather and then something quenches the fire. Today, the Lord will bring an end to every fire extinguisher in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. And I want you to expect healing. If you are sick in any part of your body, the Lord is here to heal you. One thing God told me about this meeting is that he, will heal, he is going to heal many. So if you are sick, no matter what the sickness is, growth in some part of your body, I tell you, you will not leave this meeting with such things in your life. In the name of Jesus. We are going to move quickly to the word of God. Let someone open Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Hebrews 11 verse 6. While I uh, sought God's face concerning this meeting, while I beseech God to speak to us personally, God said, raising some issues in my heart and which I will be sharing with us our topic is a generation of God seekers. Generation of God seekers. Hebrews 11, verse 6. My focus, the focus. Okay, let's read the whole passage, uh, verse. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, the first matter that God began to raise in my heart, God said that in this church, that there are three sets of people here. Three sets of people. One, the first set of people that God said talking to me about are those who are just churchgoers. Churchgoers. And the second set of people, God called them the seekers. And the final set of people, God said these ones are the diligent seekers. And God will be addressing this set of people today as the word of God proceeds forth. God said, talking to me about the churchgoers. God said, these ones are dead. There is no hunger for God in their hearts. There is nothing driving them towards God. 
They are just living. They are just existing, not even living. And I want you to be checking your heart and checking your life. There is nothing driving these ones to God. Personally, in their past, they, they, they just come to church because their parents are coming. And when they come here, as the word of God is, is, is coming for, they will be pressing their phones. You will see them chatting. Chatting and to going and Facebooking. It is because you are there. Do you know the essence, the, the evidence of living is hunger. Once someone stops being hungry, the person starts dying. I've, I've seen people getting old, and as they're getting to 120, you see them, they will start rejecting food. The best of their food, the food that makes them to salivate when they were a bit younger, you see them, they will start rejecting this food. Why? They're already dying. And if you check your heart and there is no hunger for God, it means you are dead already. When God came to the Garden of Eden and he said to Adam and Eve, if you, are going to, if you eat this fruit, this fruit, you are going to die. God was talking to their spirit man. He said, once you eat this fruit, your spirit will be disconnected from me. Once you eat this fruit in disobedience to my instructions, your spirit will be disconnected from me and there will be, there won't be any desire for you to even seek me. Before the garden of Eden, before the fall of man, God was coming down to fellowship with man. God was coming down, the Bible said that at the cool of the day, God will come down to fellowship with man, with Adam and Eve. But after the fall of man, God started hiding himself. That is the essence of this topic. God, Bible says that he is a God that hides himself. Why? Because his heart has been broken several times. Each time I cry to God and say, God use me. I want to be a usable vessel in your hands. He will ask me, can I trust you? And it's easy to just open my mouth and say, yes, you can trust me, of course. He said, he, he would tell me, I've suffered many hearts. God's heart has been wounded several times. And so he started hiding himself. And that is why this topic, a generation that seeks God. Because if you don't seek, you will definitely not find. You will not find. So if you are a churchgoer, you come here every Sunday and even midweek and the word of God is proceeding forth and there has not been an encounter. You can even be a priest son. It doesn't matter. You can, your father can even be the prayer, prayer committee coordinator. And, but there is no hunger for God in your heart. One thing God will be doing today is God will be releasing hunger in our hearts. Now, the first, this set of people, there is a call that God asked me to make for you. 
And that call is in Matthew chapter 11 verse 28. That is where this call is. And that is the call for you. Because once we proceed from this mountain and we are climbing higher, you will be cut off. Except you answer this call, you cannot go further than here. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. The Bible says, Come to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. He said, I will give you rest. And I began seeking God. I asked God, what does it mean for a man to be under labor? And God took me to Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5 from verse 1 to 6. I will, because of our time, you read it. Just take note of the passage. God said, talking about a man. This man is called the madman of Gadare. This man stays at the tomb. And the Bible said that the family members have tried to bind him. They will arrest him, take him home, bind him with chains. The Bible says he will break those chains and he will go back to the tomb. And when this man gets to the tomb, he will use stones and be cutting himself. And while he cuts himself, he is crying. If you read that passage, he is crying because of what? He is in pains, but he cannot stop cutting himself. And the Bible says that is a man that is under labor. That is a man that is heavily laden. The Bible also went to talk, talk about a woman. The Bible said this woman is called the woman with the issue of blood. This woman has done several things. She has gone to meet several doctors. But her issue of blood refused to stop. She kept flowing. And God is telling me. He said there are many Christians, many youths, and have encountered them. One day I went to one secondary school to preach. And as I began talking to them, after I spoke with them, the hall was filled up. And I made an altar call. Several of them came out to the altar. And we prayed. And I said, if you want to talk to me, wait behind. Several of them waited and we started talking. Started talking. Several, God granted me entrance and they started opening up to me. This lady said that she started masturbating when she was raped by her sister's fiance, fiance or fiance. I don't know. So, she was raped. And from that day, she started masturbating. She said she could not stop. She has fasted. She has done several things to stop that addiction, but she couldn't. And it's possible that someone is here. You are still struggling with such addictions. You have even tried to tame it like that madman. Your relations that have tried to bind this habit. It might be stealing. It might be fighting. It might be gossip. It might be whatever, lying. And they have tried to bind this habit. You have even made new year resolutions. And said, this habit, I will not go back to this. It might be relationship. And you are saying, this man, I will not go back to him. I will not go back to this relationship. But you have not been able to control yourself. Every rule and principles you have tried to set, you break them hundred times and you will go back. There is help for you this morning. The Bible said that when this man saw Jesus, he ran. I will be making an altar call when I finish this message. And I what God is expecting from you is to run. 
There won't be any opportunity of begging. Asking you and saying, this is the last time, or we, you have two times, three times, and oh, you will run. You are struggling with some addictions. You are struggling with some habits. You don't know how to come out of it. You don't know how to be free. Oh, some of us, we need to look into our phones. You are struggling with worldly musics. That is what your soul enjoys. I entered the KK one day and I started talking to the young man that is with me, the, 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 the rider. And as I talked with him, he said he's born again. But the music he's playing in the KK was good. No, my spirit could not adapt to it. I said, are you enjoying this music and you are born again? He said he has even fasted and prayed to stop liking worldly music. He said, but he cannot. And do you know the level he has entered now? The level he has entered is that he has started composing worldly music. Even as a Christian. Your own might be worldly movies. You, de- you, you derive joy in watching worldly movies. You think you can learn anything from unbelievers. That's why we see a lot of wicked dressing in the body of Christ. You dress so loosely. Exposing your body. Some of us say, when we see you outside, we will not recognize you. But on the day of church, you will just come. When we see you outside, we will not recognize you. Whatever the struggle is, the Bible says this man saw Jesus from afar and he ran. I don't know where you are. You might be, you are, you might be at the overflow and you are hearing this word. When this altar call is made, I want you to run. This man ran to Jesus. He threw himself at the feet of Jesus. And he said, what? He said, he said, he said, what? Have you come to torment us? Because it was the demon speaking. And the Bible said, this man received help. If you, if you read that passage for that, this man, he, Jesus, if you, Jesus never went back to gathering. It was only once. And that nation was converted by just that madman. An evangelist bound by the devil. An evangelist bound by addictions. An evangelist bound by lust. An evangelist bound by wicked lifestyle. Thank God that Jesus visited him. That is the first set of people Jesus wants me to talk to. And God said talking to me about parenting. I don't know why he brought it in, but I'm going to emphasize it. God said to me that, that raising a generation of men and women who are hungry for God must start from the home. He said it must start from the home. It must start from children observing you pray. I observed my mom pray. This woman will sleep by 7.30. She will wake up by 12 every day. Even before I gave my life to Jesus, she would wake up by 12 and she would pray. You would just hear somebody in the parlor at the sitting room. I wake up by 12, I will see her praying. I will go to ease myself. I will come back and go back to her because I say, what is this? And she will be crying. See, why is this woman killing herself? Crying and praying all the time. I will sleep. Wake up by 2, she is still praying. I will sleep. Wake up by 4, she is still praying. I'll go back to bed. By five, she'll wake us to do morning devotion. I've stayed with my dad. 
In fact, the first time I went for morning cry, it was my dad that took me. He took me. Anytime he's going for morning cry, he would take me. He's going for morning cry, he would take me. Do you know, I, at least 90% of the students that attended UNEC heard my voice. If not twice, at least once. Because of what that thing did to me. If you want to raise a generation that is hungry for God, hungry, every night I put my head on my pillow to sleep, I see a generation of people in the dark, bound, crying, saying, help us. And I'm going, I'll go back to God, I say, how do you help me? How will I help them when I've not been helped? A generation hungry for God. A generation hungry. I mean hunger that food cannot satisfy. Hunger that sleep, that will drive sleep away from your eyes. That will drive food away from your mouth. That is genuine hunger. If you want to raise such a generation, it starts from the home. The children want to observe faith. They want to see you believe God for something. There was a day some, some arm robbers, some thieves, they were coming to a house. They would come and steal and go. They would come and break, break the doors, do one or two things and go. Hi! And one day my mom came back because my mom is staying at Anambra. My dad is staying in Cardinal State. My mom came back from the market. They have broken into a house. They broke the ceiling. They wanted to climb from it, but they didn't take anything that day. So she came back and she came to the, the sitting room and she wept. She cried. All of us, we gathered and we cried. After we had finished crying, she opened her mouth and said, God, the next time this thief will come to this house, he will steal all the things he wants to steal and he will lose his consciousness. He will be walking inside this compound until somebody sees him. And we thought it was a joke. We went to school. We came back one day. And lo and behold, a young man was loitering around our compound. He was just looking at pictures. And he has stolen all the things he stole and he gathered and kept them. I saw God. I saw a woman trust God and I saw God manifest. Why can't I believe God? Why? Parents, even the youth, you will become parents one day. When I began praying for marriage, God came to me one day and he asked me, he said, what kind of house do you want? What kind of home do you want to build? I said, God, I want a house of prayer. I said, I want my house to be called a house of prayer. Where people, youths, will come and collect fire and go. And he said, I've heard you. And I will give you according to your heart desire. You want to raise the generation? That is the first thing God asked me to tell the church. The second thing. While I sought God's face on what he wants us to hear. Because I don't just want to come here and preach. I want to collect from the fresh bread of heaven. And deliver to us. And as I sought the face of God, he said, talk to the parents. Talk to the youths. Some of us, you, are, you, have not, you don't even know how to pray. You cannot pray for 30 minutes. You cannot seek the face of God. Lock yourself. Do you know as I study the Bible, as we go into looking at a generation that diligent seekers, I notice that diligent seekers are men of the mountain. 
they are always at the mountain starting from moses to jesus at the age of 80 moses was still climbing mount sinai and record shows that mount sinai is like 7450 kilometers tall it takes three hours to climb to the top of that mountain but a man will climb this mountain seeking the face of god he will fall and he will climb again at the age of 80 generation of diligent seekers and i study jesus who is our perfect example the bible said he's always going to the mountain he will go to the synagogue and he will preach after preaching he's going straight to the mountain and when he gets to the mountain he will pray all through the night and he will come down in the morning and he will go to the synagogue to preach again i say what kind of man is this this is a man that is god also but i see him seeking god as if he's going to die the next day how much more we that are mortal? How much more we that are mortals? Diligent seekers. I wish I could change that topic to a generation of diligent seekers. And if you see where, if you look at where we read in Hebrews, the Bible said that diligent seekers are the ones that God rewards. They are not just seekers. They are the, and I began to ask God, I said, what do you reward these people with? Is it with cars? Is it with, is it with houses? Is it with, with wealth and fame? God said, no. He said, I reward them with myself. And he took me to where he promised Abraham. He said to Abraham, Abraham, I am your portion. Your exceeding great reward. God, when God, you have captured the heart of God, God will reward you with himself. A generation of diligent seekers. If you are a young person here and you have not been able to for one day lock yourself inside, lock yourself inside and pray in tongues. Pray for one hour, two hours. I stayed with a man when I was at Oka. I stayed with a man that every Thursday night we will remove all the chairs in his parlor. In the sitting room, and we will pray for six hours every Thursday night. After I left my house, God took me. In fact, it had to take quick notice from the landlady, from the caretaker of the house. I did nothing. She just came to me and said, "I give you two months to leave this place." I said, "What did I do?" I'm, I still have money to pay. If, you, if it's money that is your issue, he said, "No. Once you have exhausted this year." You have paid. Leave this place. And I became stranded. I started looking for where to stay. And God took me to this man's house. Every Thursday night. Every Thursday night. We'll speak in tongues. And that time I was, I, I didn't have that elasticity. I would pray for three hours and I would find one corner and start sleeping. He would wake me up and say, we pray. Pray for elasticity. A generation of diligent seekers. Diligent seekers. It was from there that every December, once I get home, 28 December, I will go and lock myself. You don't see me till 2nd of January, I can't come out. I say next year is so delicate because every new year I must collect the, the blueprint of how the year will run. And you have to collect that on the mount. You will see where God was talking to John. John, the, John, 
the one that wrote Revelation, the apostle. He said to him, Come up, Peter. When God wants to reveal new things to you, he's crying. I can even hear the Spirit of God saying this morning to someone, Come up, Peter. There is something more that needs to be revealed to you. There is a dimension of God that he wants to unlock to the earth. But it needs someone that will come up. God is looking for someone that will come up. God is saying you have stayed at this level. You have stayed at this level for long. It is time to come up. It is time to come up. And I wish I can carry all of us as we rise up this morning. As we rise up with a great hunger to seek God again. You see, man, you, you, some of us, I hear some saying, I'm too young. I'm too young. How do you talk about David? David, the Bible said this man, he stays in the forest, in the bush, taking care of his father's sheep. But this, he has learned to seek the face of God. So that at the age of about 14 years, he killed a lion. At the age of about 17, he killed a bear. And there are some of us, in your territory, demons are terrorizing everywhere. Powers are terrorizing your family. Forces are terrorizing. Ah! And God is looking for a man. God is looking for a man. Forces are terrorizing your family and God is looking for a man that will rise up and just speak in tongues. Do you know, my parents, they groomed me and when I grew, I became a wall of fire around them. You can't touch them anyhow without passing through me. One day, I was at home when I was, I was praying for one exam. And as I was reading at the parlor, that day was so strange. The, there was this kind of strange wind that came. Everybody started sleeping. Even me, as I picked my book to read, I was struggling with sleep. This, this, the, the, the sleep was so strange, I was, so, I was struggling. And then, as I was struggling, I would read and sleep, read and sleep. And then I said, let me go and ease myself. Then I turned off the lights. And I went to ease myself. And while I was at the restroom, I started hearing a gong. In Igbo language, uh, the gong in English is called the gong of death. That's what it is called in Igbo language. When they want to kill somebody, they will start beating it. You will just be hearing, Koko, Koko, Koko. The man came to our gates. This thing was happening around 11.30. He was beating the gong. Coco, coco, coco. And as he was beating, I now heard my mom breathing so fast. She was breathing so fast that she was as if she was going to die the next minute. And I started speaking in tongues. I started speaking in tongues. I spoke in tongues for like 30 minutes. The man stopped beating his gong. And my mom got her peace. And I went back to read. You know, within 10, 10 minutes, the master beating the gong in another temple. Another different sound I've not heard before. He said, beating it and beating it and beating it and beating it. And all of a sudden, my mom started breathing fast again. I said, this man, whoever you are, whether you are man or woman. But I sensed in my spirit that it's a man. Because this time I get home now, he will run. Anytime I, I'm at home, he doesn't come out. If he sees me, he will hide his face. He doesn't behold me eyeball to eyeball. 
And I keep preaching to him. Many times I go to the river, I'll call the megaphone. I'll say, repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. And one of the days I went back home, I was provoked in my spirit. I say, all the witches in this territory, if you put on repent, very soon you start dying one after the other. So, as the man was beating this kind of self, different kind of gong, I started speaking in tongues again. I spoke in tongues for 30 minutes, he stopped. I said, no, I won't stop again. I spoke in tongues for under, under one hour, making me one hour, 30 minutes. He never recovered from it. I remember when I went to him again one time, and my, my dad was jerking. He was having hip, hip, is he hip, hip cock? <laughs> hip cock, yes, thank you. Hip cock. The thing was, cons- I asked him how, when did this start? He said he has been on him for two weeks. I said, wow. And I just kept quiet. I heard him, I crossed my hand over him, and I made sure my fingers were touching him. And I started speaking in tongues. Just quietly because we were in a meeting. I started speaking in tongues, and for like two minutes, the thing stopped. And you never had it again. You need to be a wall of fire around your family. And that can be possible when you start seeking God. When you start seeking God, you need to go and lock yourself. You have been in the public for too long. People have known you. Anytime they call you, they get your line. Anytime they flash you, you are available. It is time to be unavailable to men and be available to God. It is time. It is time. And don't say you are too young. And don't say you are too old. Because men like, like Keller was telling God, even at my age, I can still take that mountain. Even at this age, I can still take that mountain. Whatever age you are, you can still take up that mountain. God is going to do something here. It's time to pray. Let's go on our feet as we pray. A generation of hungry men and women. Everybody on your feet. We are going to pray and I want you to pray and pray well. You see, I have, I have an understanding that corporate prayer is not a prayer you pray in silence. It is when you are praying personally, you can pray in silence. But when you come to pray corporately, you pray out, with, you pray out audibly. You pray out. That is my understanding. The Bible said that when the disciples were praying, the Bible said where they pray, shook. What was shaking the place? It was not a, this kind of prayer we do here. I want you to open your mouth and pray. The kind of prayer that will bring revival is a prayer, a dogged prayer. Men praying out of body. I've never seen a man praying out of body and he's praying silently. A man that is on fire, you cannot contain fire. We have tried so hard to contain the fire that God is releasing. But from this moment, God wants to kindle a fire that no man can contain. A fire that will eat up lots in your heart. A fire that will eat up worthiness. A heart Siete por 
Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Enlarge my heart, O oh God, that I may rightly perceive. Help me to understand what the true body of the Lord is, that I may not lack anymore. Now we told myself from holy use, perfect my sight. Oh God, oh God, help me to see as you see, right value for eternity. Lord, give me a cause my eye to see. God, God, give me a cause, a cause my eye to see. I've never seen a man seek God without a cause. I've never seen a man seek God as 
if his life depends on it and truly our life depends on him i've never seen a man see god without a cause can you ask god and say father open my eyes give my eyes a cause a cause to seek a cause give my eyes a cause to see in this soldier several needs in no band in the body of Christ there are several needs and God is saying he's looking for a man God is looking for a man and when God wants to help a man he gives him a cause there is no man that comes to seek the face of God without a cause there is no man that comes to seek God without a cause the reason why you are the way you are is because your eyes have not seen a cause you have not seen a cause. You have not seen a cause. A cause to pursue. And you know you cannot pursue except he helps you to pursue. You cannot pursue except he helps you to pursue. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. It's time for me to pray for you. I want to pray first of all for those who are here. You look into your heart, there is no hunger for God. It means you are dead. And there is a red mark on your life. Before I got admission into UNEC, I saw myself enter UNEC. I was in a revelation and a camera was given to me. And they said, go into UNEC and capture people. And as I went to that camera, anybody I put my eyes to snap, I would see a red circle over that person. And inside the red circle, they would write captive. About six, seven, eight persons, I put the camera to stop. I see circle and I see captive. It was then I knew that the ground I was going to is a strong ground. And I began to pray. I began to pray. I began to pray. And one day, after I was praying, after my priest morning car, I was going to Nivest Secretariat at UNE. And some, a, a young man was crying and pursuing after me. He was crying and pursuing after me. And he said to me, I've been struggling with lust. I've been struggling with masturbation. I have a girlfriend that I visit and we have sex. He was opening up to me. That was a mighty move of God. And several times it happened. Several persons came to me and said, Ah, as you, are, as you are preaching in White House, the Lord touched me. And I'm a changed man. And you are here. You've not surrendered to Jesus. You've not made peace with Him. There are some secret things you are still struggling with. There are still issues you are struggling with. You don't know how to come out of it. This is a wonderful opportunity. This is a wonderful opportunity. If you are a youth and you are sitting down, stand now. If you are a youth and you are sitting down, stand now. You, you are sitting down because you have not seen a revelation of God. The Bible said the angels before him, they cannot even sit. Every minute that prostrating, they will fall down before him. And they will say, holy, holy is the Lord. Holy, holy. That's what you keep hearing. You are sitting down in the presence of God because you have not seen him. You don't have a revelation of him. When you do, you will fall down. I want to pray. For those who are here, you will not surrender to Jesus. I won't repeat it again. I want you to run. This is a wonderful opportunity for you now. You will not surrender to Jesus. You are struggling with sin. 
You don't need to hide yourself. Oh, if you hide yourself, you'll be destroyed. The, 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 the woman with the issue of blood, she, she went to Jesus. And she said, if I can touch. The hem of his garment is here right now. I want you to run. We are going to take this song just one time. And we are going to continue the prayers. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every step that I Oh, 
Transplant for these ones. A change of heart. A change of heart. By your spirit. A change of heart. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh, Jesus, thank you. There is no man that comes to you, you cast away. No man. No man. No man comes to you and is cast away. I pray for these ones. Hi, thank you. Can you ask God, ask Jesus to come into your heart? Ask Jesus to come into your heart. He's the one that makes the change. Not any man. Jesus makes the change. I remember when I encountered him just as you are doing now. I cried. Right in front of the altar I wept. I was overwhelmed by, by the burden of masturbation. I was overwhelmed by the burden of stealing. I was overwhelmed by the burden of lying. Of wicked living. And I came to him. And he helped me. And he has been helping me till now. Ah. Ask him to come into your life. Say Jesus come into my life. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I rededicate my spirit, soul and body to you. Say Jesus I rededicate my spirit. My soul. And my body to you. Say it again. I rededicate my spirit, my soul, and my body to you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Say, Jesus, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Say, Jesus, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Why they are still kneeling? I want to pray for thee. The congregation. I want to pray specifically for those. You were once on fire for God. But now the fire of God has finished from your heart. You were once hungry for God. But now your hunger has finished. And you are expecting a fresh fire. Let all eyes be closed. Can somebody sit on the keyboard and, and play for me? You are holy. 
holy. Are you Lord God Almighty? You are worthy. Worthy is the Lamb. You are worthy. Worthy is the Lamb. Oh, you are holy. You are holy. Are you Lord? Are you Lord? Almighty. Almighty. You are worthy. Worthy is the Lamb. keyboard now. Just the keyboard now. Just the keyboard now. Expect a fire. Expect a fresh fire. Father. Fresh fire. Upon our altars. Upon our lives. Fresh fire. Yes. Let that fresh fire be released now. Hi. I <laughs> Thank you Holy Ghost. Thank you, thank you. I saw angels enter here now. I saw angels. I saw angels all over this place. Father, fresh fire. Yes, let it rest. Let it rest now. Let it rest now. Let it rest. Fresh fire upon our personal altars. Upon family orders, every family here collects fire. Every family here collects fire. Every family here collects fire. Everybody here receive. Let this fire be released now. Lord, upon this fire, let it increase. 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 Let it increase right now. Let it increase from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. Some of us, it will be as if your shoes are on fire. Some of us, it will be as if your hands are on fire. Some of us, you feel it like fire resting upon your heart. Expect this fire now is coming. And it's going to overwhelm you. Fire! Let this fire fall. Let nobody despair. Right from the altar down to the congregation. Let nobody despair. Let this fire increase. Let it increase. Let it increase. Let it increase. For apostolic shift. Let it increase. Fire. Rest upon you. Fire for boldness to preach the gospel. You will not enter any boss and shut your mouth. You will not enter bosses and keep quiet. You will not sit around sinners and keep quiet. This fire will burn in your bones. It will not allow you to keep quiet. You cannot sit around sinners and keep quiet. You cannot sit around people who are heading to hell and keep quiet. Fred fire. Let it be released. Let it be released upon your people. Anyone sick, you are healed. I rebuke every infirmity. I rebuke disease. The Bible said that whatever is not planted by our heavenly fathers shall be rooted out. So I command everything not planted of God in your life. 
to be rooted out now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. you before and I've gone astray and I've gone away and I've deviated I come back in dust and ashes in true repentance I repent and I turn to you with all my heart with all my soul with all my strength with all my might and with all that is in me Forgive me my past. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Lord, I lay them aside. And I cleanse myself of every spirit. Of the flesh and of the spirit that had not given you glory. Accept me. Sanctify me. Fill me anew with the fresh dew of your spirit. That I may live for you the rest of the days of my life. In Jesus' name. If anyone is in Christ, is a new creature. All things pass away and all things become new. Lord, as we make this avowal before you, confirm your word in our lives. And let all things become new in the name of Jesus. And let all things become fresh in the name of Jesus. And let that be a new do of the deposit of your spirit in our hearts. 
confirming that we are your children. And may we live in truth and in righteousness all the days of our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. And may we be added not only to the saints of the kingdom, but we may be used as instruments of righteousness. A generation of those that seek the Lord and seek him diligently until they find him and transfer him and his knowledge and his power even unto others. Thank you for harvesting us. In Jesus' name we pray.